This is Just a Few Questions. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Ray Hanania. Ray Hanania is an award-winning political columnist, book author, stand-up comedian, radio talk show host, a whole bunch of things, right, Ray? Absolutely. <laughs> just a few questions, you know, so, but I got a lot of topics for you. Yeah, no, this, you know, when I, I was reading the, uh, the introduction, I want to say, when it, say I'm, I don't think I have dyslexia, Ray, but when I read political columnists, I want to say political communist. Right. You, you're oh, not a yeah. political communist, are you? No, but some people might think I am. <laughs> no, so. not Ray Hanania. No, listen, the point of writing a column, a good column, doesn't make people feel happy. It either provokes them or and makes them think. But if you make somebody happy, you're not doing anybody a favor. Now, well, that's how it is when I go on the uh, you know social media message boards or whatever, you know, the comments. And, and, and I want to, people want me to, to agree with them. I just want to make people think. It's not about yeah, agreeing. Absolutely. You're make not gonna, people think. Come on. Yeah, you won't make people think by saying, yes, you're right. No, that's and not, that's not fun. Yeah, we're right. And <laughs> that's not there's fun. There's no discussion and, we move, and nothing happens. You know, uh, Ray Hanania, we have a new president. We have a new vice president. Uh, Joe Biden is the president. And uh, Kamala Harris is the, uh, or I would say Kamala. Kamala Harris, that's it. Kamala Harris. Say it right, Mark. Kamala, Kamala Harris is the vice president. So what, you, what do you think, Joe and uh, and uh, and uh, Ms. Harris, the vice president, what are they going to take us, uh, Ray Hanania? Well, they're going to take us back to normal. They're going to take us back to where we were at, which is where a lot of, comfort was for a lot of political people and uh you know after what we went through with trump who was he was very disruptive he was disorganized some of the things he did were good some of the things he did were really terrible um i you know i remember i voted for him four years ago because i couldn't support hillary clinton and you got to understand for me because i'm middle eastern and I'm American, very proud to be American. I, you know, I served during the war. And I always have to say that because when you tell people you're Middle Eastern, they think you're a, a foreigner and you can go back to where you came from. So I, I'm, I come from a very patriotic military family. Father, brother, uncle, all served in the military. So for me, the issue is the Middle East when I look at an election. And uh, I couldn't vote for Hillary because of the way she treated the Palestinians during the Gaza wars. And I didn't feel she was a good choice. I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primaries, but when he wasn't a candidate, it came down to Hillary or Trump. And I thought, okay, let's try Trump. Maybe he'll flip the game board in the air and we'll change things. And uh, he did, but uh, in a lot of ways, it wasn't good. In other ways, you know, it made people think and reconsider things that they took for granted. Um, Biden winning, um, you know, it's just the same old, same old. He's a good guy. He's been in politics a long time. Uh, Kamala Harris, I don't always agree with her. Um, and, uh, you know, I. but as long as Biden's in office, I don't think I'll have too many issues with her. But, you know, I'm... Uh, as an Arab American, I'm going to tell you, I know I'm going to be in conflict with them real quick when it comes to the Middle East issues. Now, everything else, I think, you know, as a Democrat, um, he's going to restore a lot of the things that Democratic areas like Illinois want. And uh, but uh, I'm going to be looking at the things that people probably aren't going to want to talk about. 
you know, as a white. We're going to talk about that toward the end of the show. Maybe we'll get back to that because I'm not a Middle East expert and I don't pretend to be, you know. So, but uh, it's always a serious issue. But what about uh, you think that the uh, new president and vice president are going to address this uh, in this pandemic, which is going to end eventually on his own? Are they going to build a stronger social safety net, try to tackle this income inequality and and revamp or re-energize the community colleges to train people for jobs? And what's going to happen, Ray Hanania? Well, I, I don't expect them to really achieve much. You know, I mean, we have these idealistic views of what we hope for, but it's not like this is the first time we've ever had a Democrat in office. This is not the first time Biden has been in office. He was vice president. You know, with uh, um, uh, Bill, with um, Bill Clinton. Yeah, I mean Barack oh, no, Obama. I'm sorry, with, I know, uh, no, Barack Obama. We were saying earlier. We were saying earlier. The first president you remember was uh, was uh, yeah. Eisenhower. So you've been yeah, around, that, man. Yes, and I'm sorry. It's uh, there's so many names that come and go, and you think that oh, eight years is a long time until you've covered like twelve different administrations. But you know, it's not like these issues are new. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like these issues haven't been addressed. It's not like we couldn't have done something about these issues before. You know, the question always is, why are we addressing it now? Why do we have to address it now? Why weren't these things addressed before? And there's always some kind of excuse. I think that in politics, especially at the national level, they need controversy and they need issues and they need suffering, and they need uh, hardship, and they need struggle to justify their base and give them something to do sometimes. Um, if we had a perfect world, believe me, nobody would be looking to government to do anything. What? So are any of those things going to get answered? I don't believe so. They'll be addressed. People will try stuff, but I don't think they're going to be successful. No, you're right, because in politics, you know, sometimes the politicians will take money out of your pocket. Then you uh, you vote for some new politicians to put money back in your pocket. <laughs> it goes it goes back and forth. But and, and but honestly, this is uh, we have all this. Uh, we have income inequality. We've had that before, like 70, well, before World War Two and all that kind of stuff. There's always some Luddites with it. I love saying that fancy word. I didn't know what a Luddite was. And, you know, people are scared <laughs> of these new technologies. And uh, and that's understandable because the te- technologies do take away jobs and they create jobs. But sometimes you may that be that person that loses your job and not, and yes. not qualified for the new jobs. <laughs> and you just you're out. And I think uh, and so but some they're always the same problems. You know, there's always a new technology, new jobs and whatnot. But we should have a don't you think, Ray Hanania, we need a better discussion in this country. We have like half the country get the news from another planet and the other half gets it from somewhere else. And we're not on the same page anymore, it seems like. Maybe we never was on the same page. Well, we're never going to have a good discussion as long as people are, you know, bullying. You know, we're we're still very divided. I mean, we were divided when Trump was in office, um, but we were divided even before Trump was elected. You know, we, we like to blame that polarization on Trump, and he did polarize us more. But we were polarized before, and we never really got together. We have a system that's based on two parties that fight with each other to get power. I mean, politics is about power. They're not going to fight about how to help the people. They're fighting about giving themselves power, and they will do just enough to make you think 
that they've done something to help you. So are we going to see uh, coming together in the U.S.? No. What we're going to see is the media, which I really believe personally is the big problem. You know, they're controlled now by five corporations, pretty much own all of the major media. It's not as independent as it was when I got into it in the 70s. And uh, I think the media is much more partisan um, and they're more political and it's about them and they profit from tragedy. If it leads, it bleeds. If it bleeds, it leads, you know, so conflict, tragedy, that's how they sell newspapers. That was the formula before and that's the formula now, even more so. So peace, goodwill and overcoming the challenges that we face are not on the media's agenda. They want us to fight well, uh, because without the fight, they can't sell newspapers. Yeah, but a lot of folks so, don't even, they don't, Ray Hannity, you know, a lot of folks don't even watch the news or read newspapers anymore. You know that, right? Well, I use that in a generic term. I, I know, I know what you mean. Because I, say yeah. that, I say that because no, have, we don't read newspapers. No. Every, and everybody is a columnist today, right? Everybody's a well, blogger. And every, everybody's every, got a podcast. <laughs> everybody has a, well, I mean, listen, a Zoom some, show, some kind of video some show. podcast like yours. Yeah, that's plenty. Everybody I got a show. rise up to the top. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. you don't <laughs> need. Years ago, we needed a newspaper to get opinion analysis. Today, all I got to do is go to Facebook and I can listen to my neighbor rant, <laughs> you know, and I could listen to uh, the guy who washes cars tell me what's wrong with the government or, you know, the guy who, uh, you know, uh, fixes windows telling me what's wrong with our healthcare system. So it's a much more narrow focused uh, attitude. You know, it's very uh narrow in terms of what we're hearing from different people uh, before it was much broader because you had to try to address a wider audience today the guy on facebook is talking to me he likes me he doesn't like me he's talking about his issues and i have to listen to that five thousand times from five thousand different people it's a whole different world today but it's in one respect it's not changing it's the same world when it comes to politics and addressing issues those issues don't get addressed the way we want them but because it's not in the best interest of the elected officials to overcome the challenges that uh, oppress society. Before we, They need to be fighters. Yeah, Ray Hanani, before we uh, end the show talking about the Middle East, I, I could be wrong because I'm not a, an historian I don't, and I don't know history that well. But the difference now is that we have so many quote-unquote People of color, a term you didn't even hear 10, 20 years ago. You have so many different people, non European Americans, as I say, people are not European Americans, if you will. You have all these different people of color. And I think that's the big difference in uh, the modern era. What do you think, Ray Hanania? Well, I, I mean, the one good thing is that I really think more people have an opportunity to succeed than they did before. And I think but, that but the social mobility of, rate is at an all time low, man. Well, I, I still think that, you know, the differences between blacks and white um, have really kind of, they're not as significant as we like to think they are. Um, they were far worse in the 50s and 60s. And even when I was growing up, we didn't even live together, let alone let alone talk to each other. And, you know, in my case, 
and and I won't get into the whole story, but even though I lived in a white community, I wasn't considered white. So racial issues were worse back then. Today, I think they're better. I think kids, you know, even my daughter grew up uh, learning to sing the African national anthem at her school. She understood African-American culture better than I did. So there's an education there that we didn't have before that's good for everybody. But, you know, like I say, listen, some people, no matter what the color of your skin, cannot get ahead without a problem. You need a problem to stand up on and fight for. And when you don't have a problem, you don't feel empowered to fight for things. And that's the formula that I've been talking about, the media, the politics. And I also think with the activists, they need problems. They need challenges. I think that a lot of these issues have been addressed and solved, but we don't want them to be solved deep down. I I know what you're saying. And that goes, that ties into the Middle East. In in your lifetime, in my lifetime, in everybody's lifetime, at least least those are going to be around for the next 50 years or so. Do you think there would be a settlement, a two-state solution, or a peace in the Middle East, Ray Hanania? Yes, there will. But I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. And people don't appreciate the good until they've been through the bad. And until you go through the bad, you never really get to the good. How is it going to get bad before it gets good? It could get much more violent. When people are denied the right you know, to have equal rights, as many Palestinians are, it doesn't take much for somebody to do something crazy. You know, I know they blame all, you know, everybody, they stereotype of people when there's violence, but you may have 10,000 people that are oppressed and all it takes is one or two out of those 10,000 to do something crazy, to do something that they've decided that their life isn't worth living anymore. So they're going to take things in their own hands. That's the kind of extremism that I think is being bred, um, not just among the Arab side, but uh, also among the Israeli side. And I think that extremism is really the problem. You know, not, there are a lot of good moderates on both sides, but we focus on the extremism because it's a better story. We don't talk about the good things. Nobody talks about you walking an old lady across the street. They talk about you crossing the street getting hit by a car. That story could go on for days. And and again, this goes back to this thing that we've been talking about, how, you know, bad is good and good is not that good. And it's a shame. We need to change that. I'm just not sure if we can. We're not not surrounded, but we have uh, sociopaths and psychopaths and nuts around us. And some of these people, they, they keep stuff going. So how do the yes. good, how do the good people try to, if you will, neutralize some kind of way in a nice way, the sociopaths and the psychopaths and the, and the kooks? Well, there's only one way to do it, and that's to be honest with yourself and recognize and accept that the psychopaths and the crazies are not just on one side; they're on both sides. So the we have to look at extremism behind us and extremism in front of us. If we only look at the extremists that we don't agree with and then try to paint, let's say like the way we, you know, want to paint all Republicans as being, you know, insurgent insurgentists and, you know, being behind the coup. Um, I think that's wrong. I think we need to look at the extremism 
you know, the violent extremism, the rhetorical extremism that lives on both sides, on the left and the right. And until you do that, you can't deal with the extremism. All you're de- dealing with is a partisan answer, you know, to extremism. And that's not the way to do it. Well, the show is over. I think we, I have to bring you back so we can continue this conversation so we can get our uh, Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah, I think we're going to work it out, Ray <laughs> Hanania. Ray Hanania, it's, been, it's always been a pleasure. A simpler, we want yeah. a simpler topic next time, something easier to address. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pretty much. Ray Hanania, has been a pleasure, man. All right, Mark. Listen, I, I enjoyed it. Thank you.